Hey there, I'm Danielle Ackeson, and this is the Silver Lining Live podcast. Everyone has a story to tell. I believe something can be learned from every situation. The Silver Lining Life gives everyone a voice. Real life people and experts share their life. They share how they've overcome tragedy, their victories, and their defining moments. So why is this important? Because it's easy to look at a person and think it's been so easy, quick, or perfect for them. But that is so far from reality. There is work, struggle, and heartbreak. As we will learn, a silver lining life isn't a perfect life. It's about enjoying the life you've been given and even those hard times. So sit back and get ready. It's going to be a fun ride. Hi, welcome back to the Silver Lining Life podcast. Today, you guys are in for the biggest Christmas tree of your life. I am so excited for one of my oldest, I didn't like saying oldest, um, one of my longest term, longest, my longest term friends uh, and dearest and just loveliest person on the planet. Kale Henry is here. Welcome, Kale. Hi. Well, (laughs) or not welcome. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Well, we already started off dumb. (laughs) Right. We're so good at this. Or you're good at this. I'm not good at this. (laughs) You're doing great. Um, I feel like it's just perfect in our fashion, though. It is. Um, so I invited Kale to tell his story today because Kale not only is a humongous fanatic of Spice Girls, he is also what we call the Prince of Christmas. We can't call him the King of Christmas because that's reserved for Jesus. And as we are in this Christmas season, um, it just made sense for Kale to come. So hi. Hi. I'm so excited. Look, we did better that time. We did. <laughs> so um, we're just, we're just going to hop right in and we are just going to chat about, about Christmas. So Kale, um, if you don't know him, loves Christmas so incredibly much. He is like our go-to person on all like Christmas music, Christmas things. I feel like he always knows the best of everything. And um when it comes to Christmas, I don't know the best of everything. That just feels like so big. That right, that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but but definitely of Christmas, I will give yes. you that for sure. Thank so, you. So, what started this huge love of Christmas? I really have no idea. My, I don't. I don't know. I've always loved it, and for like as long as I can remember. Um, I know growing up, my mom was really big on not letting any of us, like me, my sister, or my brother, listen to Christmas music until Thanksgiving. And we like tease her now and we tell her that she like created monsters because now it's like November 1st and we like all are like all about it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know if maybe like, like not being like allowed quote to, (laughs) to like have it like before Thanksgiving made it like more of like something that we wanted but I have just I just always loved it I guess um I don't remember this but when I was little my mom said that I would like I used to sneak out of bed at night like I could obviously walk so I wasn't like a baby but Mm -hmm. um I would sneak out of bed and I would go into the living room and like turn the tree on and lay under the tree and just like look up at the branches like and like it's just always been something that I have loved that is amazing. I I absolutely love that and I can like picture like little kale. Little me. Like, <laughs> laying under the Christmas tree. Yeah. And, um 
so do you still, well, first off, we need to talk about how you guys chose to rebel by embracing Christmas in all of its glory. Like, yeah, <laughs> like that is the best kind of rebellion I think I've ever I know. heard in my life. We were basically the best kids ever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not so sure about that, but, right, but. <laughs> that's what we'll say for this podcast. Right. Um, yes. That, that's, that'll work. Christy can't argue with us right now. So we will say you're the best kids ever. (laughs) Um, So I think one of the things that I have, I've always felt about Christmas is just that it is so magical. And, and I feel like that is also something that you feel. So like as an adult, how have you kept that like magic going? I think you're totally right. That is like one of my favorite things about Christmas is like how magical it is. And like, like people always complain about it's dark outside, but it's like the lights just like make everything so pretty. And then if it snows and you've got like the lights twinkling off the snow. Um, So I feel like as an adult, well, it definitely is harder to keep it like magical than it was when you were a kid because like you are the one that now has to do like all the Christmas shopping or all the preparing and, and it's, you're doing things that aren't nearly as fun as just enjoying it. Like when you're a kid. So I think one thing I try to be really conscious of is just like reminding myself to enjoy like the little times, like, yeah, it might be annoying to like go to the mall and shop, but like to remind myself of like who I'm like looking for or buying for and like, like making like that, present that I'm looking for really personal to them not like just going out and buying a gift card to like exchange mm-hmm. gift cards um, so I think that's like a really big thing and then I also just think I personally keep it magical by playing Christmas music all the time from, <laughs> <laughs> from and I have I have tamed it down a little bit from what I used to like it used to be November 1st on but like I mean so many like 30 years of hearing the same songs over and over again. Right. So, yeah. So yeah, I do, I'm like, now it's definitely full blown Christmas mode. So it's like only Christmas music, but I didn't like really start that until uh, like the week before Thanksgiving this year. Way but, to, way to hold back. Yeah. And then one thing I actually do is I try every year to find like, so I've got like things that I like to do every year, no matter mm-hmm. like where I'm at, like mm-hmm. what city I'm in or whatever. And then I try to find, I mean, I've been in Columbus for several years now, um, but I try to find one new thing each year that I haven't done before. Like, whether oh, I love like, that. Yeah, whether it's like a, like, and not really like new movies because those come out every year, but like a new like local thing like mm-hmm. or a new like, like lights at the zoo or something like that. Just something that I haven't been able to do yet. Mm-hmm. I try to do one thing new every year. So what is your new thing this year? So my new thing this year was well I haven't actually done it yet but (laughs) um I have oh my gosh I don't think I've decided because I was gonna say well this is anticlimactic it really is it was going it was going to be um so my mom came to Columbus last weekend last Sunday and my friend and I took her so my friend and his mom took me and my mom to see the Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith Christmas concert because oh, they were fun. in, yeah. Cause they were in Columbus. Um, so, but, and I would say that that's like new, but it's not cause I've seen Amy Grant's Christmas concert like three times. So I feel like that's not like, <laughs> that's not like the actual new that I'm looking for. Um, 
what I want to do this year for my new one is they have, it's like a holiday lights tour and it's on those things that I typically find really annoying. Those like pedal wagon, like things that you drink on, you know? Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. So they somehow turn it into more, like, I don't think you actually pedal on it. It's more of like a, almost like a train type thing. Mm, It goes mm -hmm. um, from like all of the, like the bars and like restaurants in Columbus that are like really, really decorated and like decked Mm -hmm. out for Christmas. Um, And then I think you get like an appetite. You get either like a a bite of food or like a drink at each place or something. And then it ends up at the lights at the zoo in Columbus. (gasps) That's so so fun. So it's kind of like a pub, a pub crawl. Crawl um, type thing. Like, yeah, like a twist on a, yes, like a twist on a pub crawl. I love all of that. Do they serve like um, a Christmassy drink as you're pedaling or is there, wait, because you bring your, do you bring your own? I can't even remember. You, I've, done it. I've never done it in Columbus. So I'm not sure how it works here. I, we did it in Indianapolis for my sister's uh, bachelor and bachelorette party. And I feel like we brought our own. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's the thing. Yeah. I don't know why I can't remember. It wasn't that long ago I did it, but I didn't drink. So that might've been part of the Why? <laughs> <laughs> so it really didn't matter to me where it came from. Right, And yeah. now we focused a long time <laughs> do you bring your own and someone is in their car screaming and they're like, you bring your own! <laughs> you um, okay, I love that. Um, please make that happen. Um, okay. And two, we just need to backpedal just backpedal because you're on the little pedal yeah, the pedal wagon. <laughs> um, that I didn't even know Amy Grant had like a thing that you went to and you've seen it like three times. Oh yeah. She has a yearly thing. It doesn't. So I can, we can go a long time talking about Amy Grant because she actually has, she actually sings my least favorite Christmas song. Um, if you are actually not, I, yeah, I, I feel like it's my least favorite. If you want, Wait, if you want what to know is what it? it is. I, I don't um, think we should really talk about something negative on our Christmas podcast, but now you've piqued my interest. But so we're going to talk about two negative things because we're also going to talk about my least favorite Christmas movie. I figured that was coming. But, <laughs> but I hate the song, My Grown-Up Christmas Wish. I think that that song is so depressing. I absolutely, I wish you guys could see his face right now. I, I wish he, so too because it's shot. with me. <laughs> I hate that song with every fiber of my being. And if it is odd, I, I'm doing that thing where you're, you know, you're hitting the like radio so hard. to like So hard to change it. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. I oh, hate it. Oh, that's upsetting. I love I'm really that. Sorry. I feel yeah. like I've, I've kept that secret. It's always been one of my, actually my, my most, I don't know if it's my most hated. You hate uh, that more than like the stupid hippopotamus for Christmas song. That's what I say. You know me so well. Yeah, I hate I that mean, song. Me too. I hate that song too. Yeah. But I feel like I hate that in a different way. I just feel like the, the Amy Grant song is just so depressing. And like, I can, you can, yeah, I can understand hating them in a different way because the hippopotamus song is it's like, annoying. It's like, and it's like grating on your like senses to like listen to the girl's voice. But yes. And then you can not like the Amy Grant song because it's more melancholy. I wouldn't say depressing. I'm going to go with depressing, but you can say melancholy. <laughs> you like, you really love her. You're very dedicated. I am. Three I am. So I'm going to allow you to call it melancholy. Okay. Thank you. But I disagree. Um, okay. So I love your new idea. And also I love that you find like the little things and like to keep things magical, because I think that so often we think it needs to be this ginormous thing and in life and everything, it's really just those little moments that like make right. it magical. So I love that. Yes. Okay. So 
we talked about my least favorite Christmas song. So what is your least favorite? Um, definitely the hippopotamus for Christmas. I don't like it at all. I also really hate, I don't even know how to say it, that Hawaiian Christmas song. Oh, Malikilaka. Yes. <laughs> I was not about to sing it, so I'm glad you did that. I can't stand it. Absolutely hate it. Hate it. And then, yeah. I, and I don't know the name of this song either, but it's some kind of like Irish Christmas song. And it, Is it like, about the Christmas shoes? Because people are going no, bananas over how much they hate the Christmas shoe song. That's and I don't know really what it is. Sad. You know that. It's by Christmas Shoes is by oh, I don't remember. It was popular years ago. But it's about that's talk about a sad song. It's about like a boy whose mom is sick and she and he goes and he doesn't have enough money to buy her a pair of shoes. And it's like like people cry when they hear it because it's so yeah, sad. You're right. Yeah. Um I think I like blocked that out because no. <laughs> it was just too much <laughs> yeah why why christmas is supposed to be joyful right be right merry and, <laughs> and lovely and instead it is mm, no yeah. okay i blocked that out for a reason okay but what's the other one the german you said it was german no it, it's irish and i i'll 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 make it my goal to find the name of the song and then i'll text it to you so you can and we'll, like we'll put it in the show notes. Put a little bit, a little blip, yeah, and let people know the name of the Irish song, so they can never listen to it if they see it on Spotify. They may be screaming at at the dashboard again at us because they're like, it's <laughs> because they because they know the name. Yes, <laughs> you idiots, you act like you like Christmas. This is, this is okay. Okay, so we talked um, least favorite. So what is? I feel like this is going to be a hard question for you. So what is your favorite Christmas song? So if we're talking traditional Christmas song, my favorite, like if we're talking not like a specific artist or a specific, like, you, like specific You can answer song, this however you want. Thank you so for that you... permission, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my favorite generalized Christmas song is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Like it typically mm. doesn't matter who sings it. I just love the like lyrics and I love like most of the arrangements of it because they're all pretty similar. It's very um, joyful. Yes, I'll it allow is. it. It's, it's not about Christmas shoes. It's not about <laughs> a grown-up Christmas list. It's very just direct and to the point. <laughs> I like it. Okay, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yeah. Got it. And then I would say my favorite actual like Christmas song related to an artist is "Oh Come All You Faithful" by Celine Dion. Because she has, like, oh. the huge choir in the background. Yeah. And, like, the organ and, like, orchestra. And it's, like, very powerful. And it's Celine Dion, so her voice is, like, insane. Um, right. But so that would be my, like, favorite specific song. And then everybody oh, loves like it. All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. So I've got to throw that in just because that's, like, a classic at this point. Okay, so this is hilarious. But um, I asked this question um, in the Silver Lining Mamas group. And people came out of the woodwork saying they hated that song. Because it's so overplayed. It is. I'm sorry so, it, to tell you. It really I is, know. though. It's on every it, seven seconds. It really, yeah. It is extremely overplayed. But I'll have you know, this year happens to be, I also know a lot about Mariah Carey. <laughs> this year happens to be the 25th anniversary of the release of that CD. And she is, like, every. obviously everybody probably knows this, but every year, the closer we get to Christmas, the higher that song climbs on the Billboard charts. And wow. this year, yeah, and that song has actually I didn't know never this. been 
So, oh, really? So this is that, new. Okay. <laughs> this is this is my new Christmas thing. New and exciting. Yes, I'm teaching you about Mariah Carey's chart history. <laughs> okay, go on. So every so year, every year, yeah, yep, it gets higher and higher to number one, and that song has never been number one. And so this year, she re-released the CD on, like, a special 25th anniversary edition. And rumor has it that she will, she's on trend to be, like, number one before Christmas. Which will be, like, A, A, just really cool in general because it's a Christmas song. But B, cool that it's, like, 25 25 years years old. old. Right. Yeah. That is cool. So, I mean, there's people who are going to jump out their windows to stop hearing <laughs> it, but that's really cool. But, yeah. But then maybe let's look for like the um, Ray of Hope. Maybe once it gets number one, um, people will stop playing called, it as much next year. It's called the Silver Lining. You're on the Silver <laughs> Lining Life podcast. Come that's what on. I meant. <laughs> oh, maybe we should edit that part out. <laughs> Definitely. Cole, take care of this madness. <laughs> um, um, uh, God, I'm, I'm so thrown off by all of that now. Because <laughs> you got the name wrong. My God. Um, <laughs> so I do, I do like your favorite songs. I will, I will, accept, I will accept those. Um, I am partial to being Crosby, though, at Christmas because I love White Christmas. And yes, I watched that for the first time at your house. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. It's like the most epic Christmas movie. It's you know, so and I beautiful. don't think I've ever seen it except that one time. Kill Henry. I know. I just don't even know how to handle this. But now it's super special and embedded in my memory because <laughs> I've only ever watched it with you. <laughs> Okay, there are well, two movies that I think about with you and Christmas, and that is one of them. Okay, do you want to dive into the next one that you only think of me? <laughs> <laughs> so, Kale really loves this movie. I really feel like it is the worst movie that's ever <laughs> been created on the planet. Um, and so, if you're listening to this, um, I would like for you to go to your Instagram story and tell me if you agree or disagree. Um, I think I'll also set it up as a poll um, for the day this podcast <laughs> comes out so people can come and answer because I know everyone's going to say they freaking hate this movie. <laughs> I digress. Kale, please tell us about this movie that is so beloved to you and so hated by me. So this movie, and I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I invited, some. somehow this became my tradition is that I would wrap all of my Christmas gifts on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. And I think, were we in high school? I can't can't remember if we were in high school or college. I really blocked that piece out of it. But sometime in there. Sometime, yeah. Sometime in that age range. We were still in school of some capacity. And we were both, we were living at home. Or at least Mm -hmm. we were at home for Christmas break. Yeah. Right. Um, So... I invited you over on Christmas Eve to wrap gifts. And I don't know if you had any to wrap or you just came for. No, I think I came and helped you. (laughs) That that sounds very accurate. (laughs) And so then I let you know that my favorite thing to do while wrapping gifts is to watch Prancer, which if anyone hasn't seen Prancer. Don't. I highly suggest you ignore Danielle and go do it. But it is about the reindeer, and it's about this little girl who lives is with a her brother. <laughs> she, 
she's had a rough life. I think you need to give her a break. And I know maybe as a mother, I should watch it again. Right. Maybe you should watch it with your kids. I might and, have a different and, perspective. You know, it would be like total full circle karma if one of them just loves it and then they make you watch it every year. <laughs> I could not be more happy that they have not found it like on Hulu on or TV or Netflix something, or right? Because <laughs> it's not been brought up yet. Okay, continue on though. So, so she's had a rough about, life. It's about a little girl. Um, by rough life, I just mean her mom's not in the picture, so we don't really know what happened to her. So it's not, it's not like she's in an orphanage <laughs> or like That's <laughs> your backstory. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think she's had a really hard life. That's why she behaves this way. <laughs> but so um, she's walking through town one day and you know like how like in old towns they have those like Christmas lights that kind of hang across like, like a stoplight would. Like they mm-hmm. hang from like, it, like one side of the street to the other. So it's Santa and his reindeer and she's walking and Prancer falls and lands on the ground and then whatever she goes home and just goes about her day and then she stumbles upon a reindeer at her house because they live on the farm and she's convinced it's prancer and of course like her best friend doesn't think that it's prancer and there's this big story and she um prancer's got his like his leg is hurt and so she keeps him in his in the barn and then He's eating all the food for her dad's farm animals. So then her dad finds out about Prancer and sells him to like a Santa Claus in town. And so then he's like a circus animal Prancer. And so it just, I don't want to ruin the movie for anybody. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing a very bad job selling this. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I feel like you're selling it exactly how the movie is. <laughs> so, um, and then. And then it just follows the the, madness. The rest, yes. And then we, it takes you on the journey, and you just figure out if Prancer's really Prancer or not. And a little known fact about Prancer: it was filmed in South Bend, Indiana. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I do think though. I I don't know if it was like a a relaunch of it or whatever, but I think that my parents took us to the movie theater to see Prancer when it first came out. Fun fact. Really? And I don't think I hated it. Well, I think it didn't it. I don't know the release year, but it probably would have come out when we were little, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like I was probably, I don't know, maybe in like, first or second grade. Okay. Um, I'm honestly not sure. Um, it came out on um, 1989. I just Googled it. I didn't just pull that from like total recall of my <laughs> So we were five. <laughs> Yeah, so that would make, I mean, I was pretty little, um, and that, that does make sense then. See, I don't remember how I discovered it. I remember we had the VHS, like when you came over, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we watched, well, no, because by I'm, then I probably had upgraded to a DVD, but as a I kid. I don't know. I feel like it wasn't, I mean, if it was on DVD, it wasn't digitally remastered. I know everyone who's listening to this is loving this, <laughs> this part of the podcast. <laughs> if we dive into, if it was digitally remastered DVD or. Like, Let's not even talk about if it was a Blu-ray. Like. <laughs> There's no way it was a Blu-ray. I feel like one of my complaints was the quality of the movie. So then we probably were watching the VHS. Yeah, yeah. probably. So I don't I remember that. my original viewing of it, but some, somewhere along the way, that became one of my favorite Christmas movies. So is it still your tradition? Do you still watch it on Christmas Eve? Not Christmas Eve, but every Christmas season. Mm. So, yeah. 
It got bumped from from the main show. It did. Well, actually, I don't think... I feel like back then, like, my Christmas Eves were so, like, structured. Like, we would do the same thing every year. So mm -hmm. I just knew, like, what I could do and can't do. And now with, like, obviously, like, families being bigger and everybody mm -hmm. being in different places, every year is kind of different. So mm -hmm. I can't really count on watching a movie every Christmas Eve. And mm -hmm. I can't miss out on it. So I have to just make sure I get it in prior to Christmas Eve. I, I would hate for you to miss out on it. I know. <laughs> it's such a joy. <laughs> um, okay, so we talked favorite movie. We talked um, favorite Christmas song. So what's your favorite Christmas memory? Like when you like think back, iconic Christmas, like what pops into your head? My favorite... Are you talking about like one specific memory or just like a generalized favorite thing about Christmas time? What if we do both? Ooh. Okay. Well, my favorite thing about Christmas, like a broad memory, is every Christmas Eve, our whole family, like my immediate family, and then like my aunts and uncles and cousins would all go to Christmas Eve mass. And then we'd go to my grandma's house for dinner and we'd have like our Christmas Eve or we'd have like our Christmas with them on Christmas Eve. And my grandma has like a big basement. And so we'd always go down in the basement and then we would eat dinner down there. And then um, we would open our presents and then like the, all the kids would go first and then the adults would go. And when the adults were opening their presents, the kids would always like go play with theirs. And I always remember like um, my cousin, one of my cousins lives in Cincinnati. And so I, we wouldn't see each other nearly as much as the rest of us throughout the year, but she would always be there for Christmas. And uh, we were the closest in age. So we mm -hmm. were super close. And then I would just remember like love seeing Margot and being able to like open presents and then go play with them together. And then like, so that, that I feel like in general is like my favorite memory of Christmas. Doesn't just talking about that just feel magical. Like yes. when you think back on those like times and like, you can think of like little tiny things, like little moments and all of that. It just like, even like hearing you talk about it, like it just, it, like and I was smiling like an idiot. Right. Me too. <laughs> and it's so weird. Cause I can like picture my grandma's basement, which they haven't lived there in years. So I don't, I haven't even seen that basement in probably 10 years. Uh -huh. But like, it's like, I can literally picture it. And then I'm like remembering in my head, all of the other stupid things we would do. Like um, we would, go into the laundry room that was downstairs and this is not Christmassy at all but we would somehow like try to have a seance <laughs> the I don't ghost know why. of Christmas past yeah so we were we were channeling Christmas so um yeah Margo and then my sister Jessie and then um our, my, our other cousin, Sierra, who is really close to Jesse's age, we would always do that and try to have this seance. No idea why. Um, but so I was remembering that. And then I remember, like, my grandma would always get us, um, like, prior to, like, our, like, quote, unquote, real gifts, she would get us, mm -hmm. like, kind of just, like, a little thing to entertain us with. Like, something little, like, silly putty or... Mm -hmm. um, Stuff like that. And one year, like, it was, like, when Nickelodeon, like, Gak was really popular. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So she got us all Gak. And then, of course, ironically, it was, like, those little gifts that, like, cost nothing that, like, we inevitably always ended up loving the most. And yeah. <clears throat> after we opened all of our, like, 
other gifts, we went upstairs to like, they called it the end room. And it was just basically like, like a room that it wasn't a bedroom. It was almost like a, like living room, like off the like back of their house. It was weird, mm-hmm. but like nobody ever went in there. So we're in there playing with our gack and we get it stuck to the carpet. <laughs> and then we, <laughs> we have to get scissors to cut the gack out of the carpet. And so oh we literally God. are cutting their carpet and like trying to figure out how to hide it. So it's like, the point of that is that like you saying like doesn't it bring back all these memories it's like i never i haven't thought of that in so long and like mm-hmm. talking about christmas eve and then reminding me of like both of those things i love all like, of that i know which is like cool but weird but <laughs> um first off i have two questions one is gak the one that had like the little balls in it well, like yes the, like the, the little like yeah. foam balls foam okay ball, yes <clears throat> um and again, someone screaming at their dashboard. <laughs> <laughs> and two, did your grandma ever find out that you cut her carpet? I don't think so. I think it was always, yeah. I, I Do don't you think, think like when did. they sold the house, they were like, what happened here? <laughs> probably not because I bet hopefully it, that was like shag carpet. So I'm hoping oh, great. It probably covered that, itself. That, I'm hoping that that carpet was replaced long before they sold the house. <laughs> Okay. Um, yes, I agree. Um, so, okay. We covered the, the general, this is Christmas sort of feeling. Yes. Okay. So what is your favorite Christmas memory? I hope it's not the seance in the laundry room. No, (laughs) (laughs) definitely not. Um, I would say my favorite Christmas memory would be we would always have Christmas with my cousin. Like, well, it's Brandon and Chelsea Henry. We call them my cousins, but I, we are related somehow, but I don't know, like, how. So it's, it's not, okay, let me, I guess what matters is it's not cousins that we would see, like, at either set of grandparents. So it's, like, we're, like, somehow Second related. Second cousins or something. Yes, okay, yeah. Yes. So not people that we would see regularly. So, like, at, like, our immediate family's Christmas, I guess. Got it. So, got it. Okay. So um, we would always have Christmas with them like sometime before Christmas and we would alternate whose house we went to. Mm-hmm. And the, this is actually the last Christmas that I remember like doing it because we obviously all like started to grow up and everybody got busy. Um, but I remember the last time we were at their house, which they live out in the farm, like, or like out, sorry, out in the country on a farm. And so they've got like, much more land than like we do at our house and obviously when you're kids you always like have more fun when you go to the other people's house anyway Mm -hmm. so it was always a good year when we got to go to Brandon and Chelsea's house and this year they we got a huge snow the night that we were there so we were all able yeah so we were all able to go like out and play in the snow and that is like I just remember it like literally like snowing as we were outside like like mounds coming down And it was, like, just the best thing ever. Iconic Christmas. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's a good, like, favorite memory. I love that. Thank (laughs) you. Okay. I feel like we could continue this conversation literally for days. Um, I'm sure the person screaming at their dashboard at us (laughs) doesn't want us to. Um, They're ready ready to go watch Prancer. That's what they're ready to do. (laughs) Don't do it. Uh, watch white Christmas. That's what you should watch if you haven't watched that yet, but okay. So we'll go to the last two questions. Um, so the first one, which is kind of weird, 
Um, I'm going to change it a little bit because it's normally, if someone is at the beginning of your journey, which would be your lifetime, so that's weird, um, what is your advice or encouragement? What is your advice or encouragement for someone who, who isn't finding the joy in the season right now and isn't finding the like magic of the season right now? That I feel like is a really good question and a really hard question because again, I feel like the older we all get, like you have, you encounter more people in your life that like Christmas might not be happy for them because they don't have good family memories or maybe they lost like a loved one around Christmas or maybe, I mean, you know, it could be like countless reasons really. Um, so I think what I would do or try to do is always have like, at least a good group of even a small group is fine. Like two people that you can just be like completely honest with about everything. And that like, Mm -hmm. if you, it's not a happy time for you that you're like, you're comfortable telling them like, Hey, like I'm having a really bad day. And like this time of year is really hard for me and having that support system because it is like, I mean, I just, I have met a bunch of people that like don't necessarily find the magic in Christmas that I do. And Mm -hmm. it's hard because you know that like they have their reasons and they're probably completely valid reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think one thing you could just do is, I mean, it sounds like so simple and you can really apply it to like every part or any part of your life that is you're not finding like the joy in it's just like be thankful for like what you do have or what you can do because Mm -hmm. like again super cliche but there's always somebody that's like in a like worse spot or like has less than you or has a harder time than you yeah so that would be what I suggest I guess I love that. I, th- I think that it is important to like find people that you can be honest with and um, not have to pretend because my God, pretending to be merry and joyful when that isn't what you're feeling would be right. awful. Right. <clears throat> and especially if you like, if a lot of people have to like, you can't go into work and be a grump. So you've got like, if you're already pretending at work and you're already mm-hmm. pretending like, you know, like, I don't know if it's stressful, you like, maybe you're like, a single parent and like you are pretending around your kids. So like, you've got to have that. You've got to have someone, even if it's just one person, someone that you can like unload on and that, you know, will like be there for you, like non-judgmentally, like no matter what. Yeah. I love that. I think that that's important. And then that gratitude piece, it's just everything. Like it It is in everything. And, um, you know, even like when we talk to our boys, like that's one of the things like, you know, you may already have what you're getting, but like, isn't it so amazing? You know, we want to be grateful, you know, just right. piecing that in like, you know, oh, yes. you know, it's, it's nice that you got something or it's, it's nice that we got this meal and, you know, right. just focusing on those little things. And then can I, I want to backtrack because when you said that, like, um, when you were talking about that with like your kids, it reminded mm-hmm. me that like one thing that I like, cause I mean, some obviously over the years, some Christmases have been not as joyful as others. And one thing that I love every single year, um, I, I do it different ways, different years. But one thing I did 
several years in a row was like the operation shoot Christmas shoebox where you mm-hmm. like pack, like um, you pick like a boy or girl in like an age range and they tell you what they want and you like pack it up and like send it in and it goes to a child. I, I think it varies by like region or whatever, but like what you said with your kids and being like grateful for like, you might already have this, but like that is one thing that like, if you are looking for something to give you like joy, like it is amazing how, even if you don't know the person getting it, like doing mm-hmm. that makes you feel so much better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. And this, this year in the Silver Lining Moms group, um, I gold us to give 150 things to keep people warm. Um, and so like to warm other people and warm our hearts was kind of my, my um, thought process yeah. behind it. I love that. And, and we hit the goal this week, which was like so exciting. Um, that's so, so exciting, like, and that's super early because Christmas yeah. is still what well, fourteen days away. Yeah, but the like where the bulk of it went was to our local library, and it was due this week. So oh, perfect! So great yeah, job, you made yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> and because the women are from all, yeah, we made it. Um, but um, because the women are from all over the world, um, I just like in your own community or whatever, and so like I had people calling and sending them and like dropping oh, them off at my awesome. house, and it was it was yeah. so cool. And it was just amazing. I, I mean, because obviously I'm seeing all of these come in. Um, right. But it was just like, God, this is incredible how, like, these women, you know, banded together and we reached this goal. And it's helping someone who needs it, you know. And it's just, right. it was, it just felt very reason for the season and all of that. Um, yes. But it's amazing how just those, I mean, it's, it was mittens, like $2 mittens, you know, right. $5 hat, you know. Like, yes. what a huge impact it made like on my heart and hopefully will make on whoever is receiving them too you know right mm-hmm. so it is it's it's just I think the giving part is is really important especially yeah. when you know it's so needed right I love that okay so my last question which it doesn't have to be Christmas related but if you're in a funk and I don't mean something horrific but just feeling meh um what do you do do you shift it and if you do what do you do to shift it um, these are the questions I told you to not tell me, and now, and now you told me, so it. I could have <laughs> prepared. Um, so, okay, so it's not Christmas. I, I feel like I've already covered, like, what, what to do if you, like, yeah, if you're not feeling, yeah. like, the best at Christmas time. So, um, me, the first thing I always do, like, if I'm in a funk is, like, some kind of, like, movement always helps me, whether it's, like, mm-hmm. working, going for a run, like, which some days I love, some days I hate, or, like, going mm-hmm. to, like, work out or take a class, that always, like, puts me in a better mood, and it, like, like, even if it, like, is hard for me to motivate myself to get there, I never, like, leave it, like, feeling worse. Yeah. So, I think that always, that always makes me feel, like, kind of, like, snap out of my funk, um, and then one thing that I've gotten really into recently is journaling. Cause I've learned, I have a lot of thoughts in my head. <laughs> Same. And I can write for hours. Isn't it um, crazy once you start? Yes. Like, it's just like, I didn't, I get on so many tangents. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but then um, when you're done, you just feel so like, Oh, that feels right. better. Yeah. And it's like, like. Yeah, it's great. I like. I really like. Have gotten super into journaling, and I love which that. going back to being grateful. Um, one thing that I love to do, like with my journaling, is like 
sometimes I do it in the morning. Sometimes I do it at night. Most of the time I do it at night, but I just like try to like put like, not the like normal things I'm grateful for, like a house and a bed and food, Mm -hmm. but like things that are specific to that day. Like, oh, I'm really grateful that I saw so-and-so today. Um, Mm -hmm. But that that has also really helped. Do you really? We mm-hmm. are the same person. We Minus are. Prancer, but. Minus Prancer. Minus <laughs> Prancer. <laughs> right. Um, but, but yeah, that's so okay. I love We've that. We've gotten past that a long time ago. Right, right. We've moved on from that. Clearly. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. But um, I just feel like journaling helps you be more aware of what you're grateful mm-hmm. for because you're like consciously thinking about it. Yeah, I love that. I love that and so much. And the Spice Girls should always be played anytime you're in a bad mood because, like, literally one of their lyrics is, all you need is positivity. So there you have it. <laughs> if, if that's not the best way to end this podcast, I don't know what is. We've come full circle to we Spice have. Girls. I do have a question. Do your yeah. listeners know Cole? Like, or do you talk about Cole? Um, I, I always, I do reference Cole quite often because I'm always like, Oh, Cole will edit that out. Perfect. <laughs> and of course so, I never have him edit out. This, this will loop in Cole and the Spice Girls. When we were little, like, or I guess high school, we wrote to his favorite Spice Girl and mailed it to her in London. And she actually sent back her autograph. That's and amazing. I, was, I know. And I was so mad because I was like, I don't know how Cole ended up sending it. But he sent it instead of me. So he got her autograph instead of me. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. And if he doesn't want that to be in here, suddenly when this launches, that part will be cut out. I feel like it needs to be in I feel like it needs to be in here. It it will um, grow the relationship with all of the listeners, I think. All all the listeners, because they're like, oh, we just know that this guy edits her podcast. And now they know that this guy, as a child, wrote this Spice Girl. I actually love that so much. Cole, don't Uh, don't edit that out. We need it. Right. Yes. I told you, we need that. (laughs) Oh, Kale, I just love you so much. Thank you so much for sharing your joy. You're amazing. Thank you. Hey, I hope you loved that episode. If you did, please rate, subscribe, and share with anyone you feel needed to hear that message. Also, please find me on social media at The Silver Lining Life because I would love to hear your favorite takeaways from today's episode. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Thanks for being here. Bye.